Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Today's episode brought to you by ChristyFlater.com. Your way to beautiful begins with seeing the true reflection of your value and worth. Learn how to enhance the best features of the beauty that is already you and more fully embrace your unique self. Check out the free resources that will help both build your beauty confidence inside and out and teach you how to implement life systems that gift you with more focus and energy so that you can intentionally pursue the better version of you. For more information, visit www.christyflater.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-F-L-A-T-E-R. Good morning, my friend. Happy spring. It sure is nice to move into more colorful weather. The warmth of the sun, the blooming of the flowers, the soft, gentle breezes. It's all very encouraging to me. You hear people talk about their favorite seasons. And well, although mine is probably fall, I really do appreciate and look forward to just the refreshment of spring. Now, you may relate with this as perhaps you've been doing some of your own spring cleaning or perhaps I just made you shudder at the thought of spring cleaning. <laughs> well, nonetheless, just as spring springs upon us, so does our upcoming holiday of Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day, of course, makes me think of my mom and just the gratitude and utmost love and respect I have for my mother. But it also makes me think of women overall and how, as women, we can often be our worst critic, whether critiquing ourselves as a mother or our work life, being a wife, or just simply being a woman. As I was thinking of guests to consider for the show today, I got to thinking how I don't really know anyone who has complete, unshakable confidence. And Lord knows I am no expert in this myself. However, I can relate in my broken humanness, the lack of having such confidence at times, and perhaps share with you some vulnerability in areas that do help me when I'm feeling a bit less than enough. After all, as former president's wife, Eleanor Roosevelt would say, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So there seems to be three main areas that resurface every now and then perhaps you can relate with. The first one being imposter syndrome. Have you ever felt this? Like suddenly you have all the experience in the world, education or knowledge, be totally qualified, and yet you feel like you just don't have what it takes to be at the table. This might be as a mom, as a leader, as a spouse, even as a friend. You just don't feel good enough and you struggle with that self-doubt, those insecurities. Number two, the comparison trap. Now, please tell me I am not the only one who walks into a gym class. Okay, it could even be the grocery store. (laughs) And I see another woman and I think, oh, she's so thin or fit or put together. And suddenly I feel like two-ton Annie or even the opposite, which is horrible to admit, of seeing someone a little fluffier than me and thinking, eh, I'm doing okay. Now, I had this happen just the other day when I met one of my daughter's friend's mom, and she was well-dressed. She looked like she had just stepped out of having a flawless facial. She's both wealthy and about my age. And here I was just getting off of work. I probably looked totally haggard. And of course, my first thought was, where did I go wrong? Oh, friends, the death trap of comparison. It truly will eat us alive and rob us of all of our joy. Or number three, maybe you're just feeling stuck. 
Now, this happens to high school graduates who just don't know their next step yet, or adults who feel stuck in a career, or perhaps are feeling burnt out in their job, or maybe just a situation where you just don't see any hope of getting out of it. This could be a relationship or financial woes, living arrangements. Now, I'm not just talking about who you're living with. Maybe you have a roommate, but maybe even the very city or state that you actually live in. You just feel stuck. Well, again, I am no expert. Oh, how I wish I had this down. But I can share with you 10 tips of what helps me when I'm needing to tap into that unshakable confidence and hopefully will help you going forward. So let's get going. We have a lot to go through. Number one, this is one of my favorites, escape to your happy place. Where do you feel safe? Where helps you tap into your creative side and feel inspired? For me, it's a certain cafe where my mom and I used to visit for decades, or even our family cabin where I just feel peaceful and enjoy the quiet and stillness. Much of my book was actually written up at the cabin and several podcasts too. It's just a place of inspiration for me. I heard a quote once, to change one's environment is to change one's perspective. Sometimes we just need to get away to clear our heads, a place where we feel at our best, a change of scenery. So think of that happy place for you. I'm not talking about flying to Hawaii or other destination whenever you feel rattled. Where can you easily, reality, take that little moment there and get to this happy place when you need that pick-me-up? Number two, evaluate our social circle. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says that bad company corrupts good character. Basically, the people we surround ourselves with have great influence on us. So who's in your life that helps build you up? For me, it is totally my family who fills my cup. My sister and I will get together for pedicures and lunch or dinner out. Our whole herd, which is my sister and her family, my brother and his family, my dad and me and my kids, we'll just get together and hang out at one of our homes. Or even I'll get together with some girlfriends for lunch. That energizes me. But each of these people I have mentioned build me up. They encourage me. They hold me accountable. Our values and our priorities align. They're all good positive influences in my life. We need to be around others who help build our unshakable confidence. Now, when we think about the social circle, no doubt we are going to also think about rejections that we've had in our life and and how that felt, how that made us feel. That picture you saw on social media where you're reminded you weren't invited to attend that function, so your face is what's missing from that photo. Don't wait to be invited. You be the inviter. Now, by the same token, people will only invite you so many times and feel rejected by you by you're not showing up, that they'll just stop asking. So if it's a group that you want to be involved with, show up. We can give ourselves a million reasons to stay home these days. Don't have the right outfit, don't have the energy, afraid of getting sick, the list goes on and on. But sometimes we just need to bite the bullet and go. A few years ago, I was feeling like I needed a night out. And instead of waiting around to be asked, I thought about five or six women who I thought perhaps maybe in the same boat of just needing a night out. And I asked them to go to dinner. Holy Hannah, three hours later, we had such a great time at dinner. Not only did no one want to leave, but everyone was asking when we could do that again. So think of the top five people in your life right now. Are you needing to set boundaries with any of them or perhaps even distance from those who aren't healthy for you at building you up? Who does encourage you and bring out that healthy confidence? Those are the people you need to gravitate toward. Maybe it's one person, maybe it's three. Spend time in their presence. Grow that friendship, that relationship. Those are your keepers. Number three, grow. 
Part of our insecurities can come from what we don't know. When we embrace having a growth mindset, that no matter the experience, education, or age, that we can learn something every day, that is when we can truly grow in who we are and in that self-confidence. So what are you doing to be intentional in your growth? Perhaps it's listening to podcasts such as this or reading a book. I have a plethora of book suggestions and review of them on my website at hollykirby.com. For me, it's been actively involved in a women's uh, weekly Bible study where I can learn from the material we study, but I also learn from the women who are in the group. I also, as much as I despise reading, I read books. And since starting this podcast, I've started finding some podcasts in certain niche areas where I want to learn and grow. That is one thing to consider when you're looking for areas to grow, though, is are you the smartest person in the room? If so, you are in the wrong room. We need to put ourselves in communities where we can be challenged by others, where we can learn from each other, where we can grow. Not sure where you want to grow? Well, try writing down your goals and coming up with a game plan of growth on how to reach those goals. Or even ask some people that you trust in your life for feedback on where you can grow, things you can work on. So in what areas do you want to grow in and what resources can you use to get there? Number four, watch our self-talk. There's an article in Forbes by Jared Atkinson that states, your thoughts become your reality. Whatever you think about yourself or tell yourself ends up becoming the truth because only you are in charge of your life. When you speak ill will into your life, it can have major consequences. Now, some common self-talk examples that we tend to say to ourselves are things like, they're mad at me, or they don't like me, I can't do it, or I'll never be able to fill in the blank, lose weight, get that job, or even seeing the negative in the situation, like, ugh, this is going to take forever, or I probably wouldn't be very good at that anyhow. Even the feelings of self-talk, you know, like when you're sick and you didn't get much accomplished in the day, or when you just want to be lazy on the couch one night, and then you beat yourself up for it. I try to think of my thoughts in two ways, and maybe this will help you. The first path is Philippians 4.8, as it tells us to think about what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. And then the second path would be, I ask myself, would I talk to my daughter or son that way? Well, start calling yourself out. Don't allow yourself to speak ill of yourself or ill of others for that matter, but watch our self-talk. This can be done with positive affirmations, by asking yourself, is this fact or my interpretation of what happened? Now, I am horrible at this one. So an example of this that I'm almost afraid to tell you is I am often told by people, your hair is so beautiful or you have beautiful hair. Now, I can't tell you how many times my self-talk has taken that, that compliment, and instead it's told myself, but you aren't beautiful. Notice that they didn't say you're beautiful. It's just your hair is beautiful. (laughs) No, that's not what they are saying. Accept the compliment. Don't overanalyze it or make assumptions by what was meant. Who doesn't want to have beautiful hair? Just say thank you. (laughs) Or instead of looking at the glass half empty in life, we can look at it half full. Think about or write down what has gone right. Did you know that confident people tend to give more compliments? Try giving yourself a compliment for a change. Learn how to laugh at yourself, think positively, and just be kind to you. What are two self-negatives that you need to stop saying to yourself? Now replace those with two self-talk positives. You can start telling yourself today. Now go ahead, look in the mirror, and you speak truth to yourself. Number five, our value. 
where are we finding our value? What are we finding our value in? Or who are we finding our value from? Our confidence can totally shatter if we think it comes from our spouse, our friends, our parents, or even coworkers, and yet they aren't delivering on building us up, on recognizing our value, or appreciating what we bring to the table, or even treating us with respect. And if we hold our values in acceptance, love, performance, approval, well, we're going to come up empty-handed more often than not. And sadly, there are many who get their value in social media. How many followers do they have? Or how many likes did their post receive? Oh, friend, the only one to find our value in is the one who created us. Matthew 6, 25 through 26 reminds us, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet their heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? Or even Psalm 139, 13 through 14, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My friend, our value only comes from the Lord. So where do you find your value? Your work, your accomplishments, your looks, those are going to flee. Your acceptance by others, being in the limelight, that's going to fade. Try shifting that today to finding your value in the one who made you perfectly in his sight. Come as you are. You are enough. Number six, you be you, boo. (laughs) I love that commercial. Okay, actually, I just like that catchphrase of the commercial, and I drive my kids crazy because I say it all the time. But basically, be true to you. There are some times that I feel left out of social circles, but where they're going doesn't align with my values, so I don't go, or they know not to ask me because I wouldn't go, or groups where I feel unwanted or like a foreigner among them because I'm not going to use the language they do, or I don't agree with walking that fine line and crossing into that gray area. Bottom line, I'm not going to waver on my values or my priorities. Well, what are your values? What are your priorities? What are your goals and your passions? Be true to who you are. Don't worry about trying to fit in or be included or do what's popular. Don't worry so much about what other people think of you, because honestly, research shows that people aren't thinking of you as much as you think that they're thinking of you. But just be true to who you are. I have a wall of quotes in my kids' hangout room, and one of them really applies to this as it reads, there's only one you, and that is your superpower. So think about what makes you you perfectly unique, perfectly you. We're almost there, my friends. Going to number seven, what interests you? Passions, hobbies, when we take part in things we feel we're good at, that we enjoy, it's a natural confidence booster. Maybe that's a sport or going fishing. Maybe it's even going back to who you are with. Like, I love to go to the movies, sporting events, certain concerts, even dinners out. But doing those things with my kids, with my dad, or with my family, so my sister and my brother and their families, those things can add to my confidence. I also enjoy hosting, overseeing events, speaking, loving on other people. Doing those things totally fills my cup. So find something that interests you. Maybe this is even an area to grow in in learning something new. My mom's best friend started taking piano lessons in her 60s. That new interest has given her a new confidence and a new transition of life of retirement. So what interests you? 
then make it a priority and actually build time for that in your week or even as you can into your day. Number eight, take time to refresh. Ah, oh, doesn't that sound nice? Now, this can be all-encompassing of what you eat that just helps you feel better and gives you more energy or just better clarity of mind to even pampering. I like to go get pedicures once a quarter or I go get my hair highlighted or eyebrows waxed you know, two or three times a year. Or there was a season of life I went for massages regularly. I need to actually up my game on that one again. But whatever it is, look for areas that just help refresh you. Maybe this is even getting out and taking a walk after dinner or when you're just feeling blah, even an exercise. Exercise really helps with our endorphins and just helps us feel refreshed. I have a eucalyptus lotion and spray I'll put on my pillow at night and then also the lotion on my body. And it just helps me feel refreshed even on a daily basis when I go to bed. Now, for some, this is even taking a break from social media. It's going to look a little different for each of us. And and that really applies to pretty much every one of these tips. But the point is, refresh, not just an interest. Now, the difference is that what refreshes you typically forces your brain to slow down. It helps you get back into balance. But of course, a refresh can just make you feel good again, which overall helps boost that confidence. So what can you schedule this week to help you refresh? Then do it. Number nine, count your blessings. This could be in a gratitude journal or just naming them when your mind starts going down a dark or negative path. I have a song I sing with my kids about counting our blessings and naming them one by one. So at night when I'm tucking my kids in bed, we talk about what do you have to thank God for today? And we literally name our blessings of that day one by one. About 10 or 11 years ago, I was experiencing anaphylaxia shock every time I ate anything. I had ended up in the ER and then I had to go to a specialist where the plan was basically to reboot my system. What this meant was I could eat rice and then three days later, introduce a new ingredient such as salt, three days after that, a new ingredient such as pepper or peas and continue that pathway. You get the picture. Well, this had to go on for well over a year. I never ate out. I couldn't eat anything processed or anything with more than five ingredients in it. Now, the bonus to all of this, I'll admit, is I got super thin. And thanks to some workouts along the way, I'm talking back to my cheerleading day abs. It was awesome. But throughout these past years, as I've gone through a lot of life, that cortisol from stress, it tends to sneak up on you. And I have gained so much weight. Okay, what's my point? Well, I can either be all depressed at my weight gain and the struggle of trying to lose any of it, or I can count my blessings that I can actually eat food now. I can eat out most places. I can eat well over five ingredients, and I haven't had an issue with food in my body, so the anaphylaxia, in a decade. Count our blessings. No matter what is going on in life, there's always something to be thankful for. So go ahead and try it. What are three blessings you can count this very day to this very moment, just that's happened in this very day? Now name them one by one. Number 10. Lastly, we are here, folks. We work on getting that unshakable confidence by knowing when we need to ask for that four-letter word, help. Now, this may be asking a friend to pray for something you're going through. It might be hiring help of someone to clean your house so that you can fill on top of things again, or perhaps make time for other things. Let's face it, when we say yes to one thing, even such as house cleaning, we're saying no to something else. Maybe that's time with the family. Getting things accomplished also gives us that boost of confidence. So maybe you struggle finding time to get out and grocery shop. Well, maybe paying that extra little amount to have your groceries delivered would help you at least accomplish this, which again, helps you with your confidence to get things done. 
Procrastination, on the other hand, will kill your confidence. We also need to realize that we go through seasons that will change with that help. For instance, when me and my kids had COVID, we lived on DoorDash and grocery delivery. Yes, this costs more, but it was the help I needed for what we were going through. Or when my mom was diagnosed with glioblastoma brain cancer, I had someone come clean our house once a month so that I could spend that time that I would have spent cleaning actually with my mom, caring for her, just spending time with her during those seven months before she passed. When I had each of my kids, I accepted help offered from family and friends who would drop off meals. In just that short time, I can't tell you, I don't accept help well, but having meals delivered to you after having a newborn was such a blessing. This help may even be getting a coach to help you take that next step in some transitions in life, going into retirement or helping you work on your goals or even this thing of self-confidence or coaching for your business so you have a sounding board and just get you to that next level in your leadership or help your business really take off. And yes, this help could even be counseling. Now I'll confess, I had a negative outlook on counseling my whole life, and I'm not really sure why. But when my husband walked out, it was life shattering. I was shocked and I needed a lifeline. That lifeline was seeing a counselor. And to this day, she is one of my biggest blessings at one of the hardest, most painful times in my life. Don't be afraid or ashamed, fearful or insecure about asking for help. So is there any place in your life where you need to ask for help? Think it through. Work, home, your community involvement, school, relationships. Now, after going through all 10 of these tips, where do you see as your biggest confidence struggle? And why is that a struggle for you? What can you do to work on that area? And who might you need to tell about this area to help with accountability? Now, I'd love to hear which area you want to work on, or perhaps if you have some tips to add to these on how to have unshakable confidence. I'd invite you to hop over to Instagram at at Holly Kirby or Facebook at at Holly's Highlights. And under this episode that's posted there, please share with us where you get your confidence or what area you're going to be working on. Maybe you're finding that this arena of self-confidence is an area where you like a little bit more help, whether confidence in the workplace as a leader or entrepreneur, or personal confidence in getting things done, or your everyday relationships, whatever it is, I'd love to work alongside you and connect through coaching once a month or once every other week, whatever works with you. Simply go online to work with me at hollykirby.com or email me at contact at hollykirby.com. Remember, We all are going to go through seasons of life, and that goes for our confidence too. When I was in my 20s, I was at the height of my confidence. Then I went through a life-shattering event, as I shared earlier, and that was in about my early 30s. I had many years of varying seasons of trials after that too. I had to work to get back on my feet in some of those areas, which was also good as I grew in maturity in some of those areas of confidence. But there are going to be times of transition that just get us a little off balance in our confidence such as graduating high school and now being a small fish in a big pond, getting a new job or even being laid off from one, having a baby, losing a loved one, going through an illness, or even simple things like gaining weight. I get a good laugh from what personal trainer Jillian Michaels says, how there's a confidence and sense of self that comes with age that she didn't anticipate. (laughs) Well, now that I'm older, some of the things that would have rattled my confidence, just like Jillian, I just don't care about them anymore. Then others that are new scenarios that I have to overcome. 
Simply embrace each season. In the words of actress model Blake Lively, the most beautiful thing you can wear is confidence. So go try it on. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.